Welcome back. Let's get straight into the factors driving markets activity today. And for that conversation, I'm joined by independent analyst Gerabilo Nonyana. Thanks so much for your time, Gerabilo. Does it seem like there's too much bad news today on the markets? Well, I think it's a, it's a, it's it's a double-edged sword. What you're saying right now, Snati, and for me, the 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 problem lies into the fact that the market is starting to realize that maybe the Fed's pivot is is far further than where they thought the the Fed's pivot is going to be. Looking at the San Francisco Fed chair Mary Daly coming out and saying, and saying that that the Fed might actually keep interest rates higher for longer and she's one of the more dovish central bankers on the fed and that has thrown quite a spanner in the works for the market seeing quite choppy trade in asia in the morning and it flowed into our market as well as the uk and right now into the beginning of the u.s trading session yeah let's take a look at the uk so we had that budget tabled this afternoon 55 billion pounds worth of spending cuts and tax hikes um, i'm just wondering if this kind of belt tightening is what's needed right now or is it maybe a little bit harsh because the government is trying to move as far away or as far yeah as far as possible from the mini budget that was tabled in in september to be perfectly honest jeremy jeremy hunt and rishi sunak are looking from for some credibility to the market and i i really have seen some pound strength over the past few weeks of trading and that has 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 been priced into the market that these these fiscal cuts were going to come and the tax hikes were also going to come. But can we really say that austerity leads economies out of recession? The UK economy is in recession. And right now, fiscal cuts and tax hikes, I do not think will take them out of there. They need to start growing and start taking care of the energy price inflation that they're seeing in their economy. Yeah. All right. So, well, we'll see how that develops. Uh, just talking about the UK, let's get into Investec, a bank that is exposed to that region. So they actually came out with uh, pretty good results. Profit attributable to shareholders rising 91.5%, declaring a uh, record interim dividend, also extending their share buyback program. A lot of analysts recently have been making a very good case for South African banks. Would you be making a case for Investec specifically? To be perfectly honest, Investec has been a top performer, and it really has run. And I think uh, in and about March this year, I, I did I did tell my team at the time that it's time to have an interest sector rotation. And I think Standard Bank, First Rand, and Investec had done very well, albeit being very great businesses and being highly cash generative. They really are seeing seeing the, the effects of high interest rates coming onto their books and they have seen the seeing the annuity income coming from their loan books with really 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 great results from the south african operations which saw them actually declare as you said a record interim dividend and announcing a, a, a very very big share buyback yeah so very great business cash generative and really doing well in this economy all right i can see with your tone really just how bullish you are on investing i'm wondering if you are as bullish as grinrod shipping because they seem to have come off a pretty great run that we have seen so they updated us on the nine months and three months in september um slide in revenue there's a halving in the bottom line um i'm just wondering if 
the bumper profit boat has sailed for Grinrod shipping or are you still seeing significant strength there? Excuse the pun, but yeah, the bumper, <laughs> <laughs> the, the bumper shipping boats has sailed. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> sure. And I think it, it, it really comes back down to to what happened during COVID. There were there were quite a lot of constraints in this industry, seeing quite a shortage in available capacity in the logistics in the shipping logistics, and that led to high higher margins as well as a very 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 good order book. I see. I think right now, with the normalization in the economy and, and economies opening up, as well as recessionary fears, they're seeing a decline in their order book and seeing a, quite a lot of cost pressures on their side uh, with this inflationary impact of global energy prices, as well as um, as well as port port fees that they pay. So uh, it, they, there was a revenue beat. I think they beat their their revenue by by, by two million dollars. But it's those cost pressures which are starting to weigh on the bottom line. So not looking good for the business, but it, it will soon be taken off our boss. Yeah, all right. Um, well, um, we have Grunrod Shipping that was a pandemic darling, and then we have Life Healthcare um, that was not. So, of course, we do know uh, the hit um, to profits that COVID-19 had. Um, they came out with results today that share price was down 6%, uh, more than 6%, actually. I just saw a lot of moving parts there, some good parts and also some um, negative things um, the ones of cost that also led to their earnings decline. What did you take out of that update? I think I think the market really has beaten these healthcare stocks in South Africa quite quite quite, quite tragically, and yeah. it's really it's really quite quite amazing that the market has not really seen the the growth shoots that I'm seeing, and okay. I think you, you're seeing sixty eight percent sixty eight percent increase in patient bed days. And you're seeing you're seeing the ones of items which are coming off the uh, statement of profit or loss in the next reporting period. But for me, it is the highly cash generative operations, and they also did declare declare an increase in the in the dividend income. And I think it's a great business. I just think it's just not been a darling of the market, and yeah. hence why the market keeps on beating it down. But overall, a great business, and I think investors need to start looking at. When is when is the stock going to bottom out and when yeah. it's time to come back to market to come prop up this valuation? Right. Let's quickly get to your stock pick for today. Uh, my stock pick for the day is AMD, Advanced Micro Devices. There's been a global uh, semiconductor shortage in the world. And the forecast was that the shortage was going to end in 2023. Looking at Intel CEO about six months ago saying that it actually might, the shortage might actually carry on into fiscal reporting year 2024. And these, these semiconductor companies have really been beaten down by the market in the US, just purely because of, uh, of economics and geopolitics between China and the US. But I really think they, 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 they stand to grow at an incredible price. And the new product that they've announced is really going to be a game changer. So today I choose AMD. Yeah, and let's hope that we'll actually start to see a significant turnaround in those tensions because um, Xi Jinping and Joe Biden did have a meeting at the G20 summit saying that they would start to embark on some coordination. <laughs> but we'll see the details going forward. Thank you so much for your time, Gerabile Independent Analyst, Gerabile Nonyana.